y'all. Welcome to the Sweet Tea and Jesus Podcast, hosted by Tara McAdam and Kelsey Hamrick. We are two sisters who desire to grow in love for Jesus. You are not alone, and we want to come alongside you with challenges, laughter, questions, prayers, and eternal hope of the gospel. Whether you're on your way to work, folding the 10th load of laundry, or drinking a glass of sweet tea, we pray you are strengthened and filled with joy from these biblical truths today. Hey y'all, super pumped to today. We do outtakes. I'm not I'm not gonna edit this out. I'm gonna leave it. Oh my goodness. Hey guys, this super is pumped to dive into today's topic. There are my words. This is one I have personally struggled with for a long time. Today we're gonna be talking about interruptions. Specifically, how well do you handle daily interruptions in your life? I feel like anyone can relate to this because because it could be traffic on your way to work or while you're at work, something going wrong, like someone showing up late or you're out of some supplies you need in order to do your job. And if you're a parent, well, being interrupted is probably a familiar thing to you. Mm -hmm. Trying to cook dinner and you hear mama, 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 trying to do dishes and you hear mama, 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 trying to go poop. And you hear, mama, mama, mama. (laughs) (laughs) Literally does not matter what you are doing. Kids have no consideration or time for it. (laughs) That's so true. Every day we wake up with a plan in our head of how we expect our day to go. But inevitably, something always happens that interrupts our plan for the day. Some people can handle interruptions with a breeze. And they're super flexible and they adapt very well. Others, like myself... Do not handle daily interruptions in my schedule very well at all. Some examples of interruptions at home are your dog gets out of the fence. While you're trying to leave to go somewhere, this is Mm -hmm. not the time for that. Mm -hmm. You get a flat tire. You're out of gas. You're running late and now traffic is bad. Mm -hmm. Your child is sick and now you have to cancel your plans for the day. The list can go on and on and on. Some examples out in public are someone's at the grocery store checkout line and they want to talk to you about their life story. The person at the gas pump next to you engages in a conversation. Your bank teller, your coworker, anyone comes and checks in to update you on the latest in their life. Again, this list can go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And I know always in my head, usually the first thing that I think when an interruption occurs, whether I'm at home or I'm in a public situation is I don't have time for this. What about you, Kelsey? Like, how do you usually react when an interruption happens in your day? Hmm. This question is loaded. I'll throw back to when I was working full time and I wasn't as close to Jesus and way more short tempered. I'd go into work and my schedule was always insanely busy every day. And it was inevitable that I would have patients added on for problems. So I expected that. But when people came in who already needed an ultrasound and it just got missed when they were scheduled, oof, it messed up my whole schedule for the day. And I was so 
so irritated. I would get so frustrated that I bet my eye was like twitching or something. Oh, like Louisa, get, like I'm Louisa serious. from yes. Encanto, you know? Yeah, I kind of, I mean, I kind of get a little fired up thinking about it now, honestly. But now as a parent, I am seriously interrupted or things don't go as planned all day long or even at night. No, I didn't plan for my eight month old who sleeps great to decide to wake up for an hour at 1 a.m. like it's time to party. Party. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Quinn is a little partier sometimes. Jelly Bean loves to party. Mm -hmm. A lot of times these interruptions are opportunities to show your spouse, your kids, your neighbors, your coworkers, random people that you meet out in public, God's love, grace, mercy, and above all, his hope and the hope that you have in the gospel. What if we all started looking at these interruptions as gospel opportunities? I think that's a great way to look at it. And I think when we pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help us put our focus on the opportunities we have instead of our plan for the day, and what's ruining our plan, then it completely shifts our attitudes, our hearts, and our words and actions towards other people. Yeah, like when we're running late and my car is out of gas and I'm tempted to get frustrated and say things that I don't mean, like, I can't believe your daddy didn't stop and get gas yesterday <laughs> on his way home from work. He <laughs> saw that the e-light was on. Mm-hmm. That has happened before. Same. Instead, we can use that opportunity to show grace and mercy. And if our kids wonder, why we are late and stopping for gas, we can respond with grace and gentleness and say, well, our car is out of gas. And if we don't have gas, we can't get to where we're going. So it's Mm -hmm. okay if we're a little late, as long as we arrive there safe and sound. Mm -hmm. Mommy doesn't like to be late. So maybe next time we can try to plan better and get gas before the car gets this low. Mm -hmm. But then you get to the gas pump and this sweet older man wants to engage in conversation. Oh, how many kids? Kids do you have? Oh, I remember those days when my kids no. were little. They go so, by so fast, you know, and you want to talk to this sweet old man and you would love to share with him all about your kids and ask about his kids, but you're late. You know, <laughs> what do you do? Yep. Again, nine times out of 10, the first thing I say in my head is, oh, we really don't have time for this. You know, we don't <laughs> have time for this. Having to stop and get gas was interruption number one. And now this sweet old Older man is talking to me and it's interruption number two. What should I do? Kelsey, have you ever experienced or felt <laughs> like this in any type of situation before? Yes, I have. And also the accent you were given the old, the sweet old man when you, I just really want to know where he's from. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where he's from. <laughs> you know, okay, where but- I live in Florida, <laughs> it's like a very touristy state. We oh, have yeah. lots of tourists. So I meet all sorts of accents. I know. I love Loved it. It just made me smile. Um, but this this did happen to me at Walmart a few weeks ago. I was going to pick Logan up from school when I left Walmart and knew it had to be a quick stop. And I'm not even kidding you. I got stopped four times by different people just admiring Quinn. Oh. Being so sweet. Just she's so beautiful and wanting to make conversation. I remember leaving and calling our mom and I said, you know, I was trying to be in a hurry and the Lord was using all these people to tell me to slow down sister and not miss the opportunity to just spread his love to others and it seems like with most issues we have with our plans being disrupted it does have a lot to do with time and feeling like we don't have enough of it but I know for me it's because I'm not being a 
good steward of my time. Oh, man, that that's so true. And I think it would have been so awesome if God would just have allowed us to have a pause button. Mm-hmm. We've been watching the Sonic movies and he's so fast and he does stuff. It's almost <laughs> mm-hmm. like he can press pause because everybody's like moving. So, yeah, so, so slow, slow compared to like, him. Yes, yes. But it's like, man, I just wish sometimes I could just press pause on life and stop and really just take a step back and think about the bigger picture and why he made me and why I'm here and really think through and process the situation before like having to press play again. But Mm -hmm. he didn't. And instead, (laughs) you're right. He gave us the Holy Spirit and he also equipped us through his strength to trust that every moment in our lives is ordained by him. Mm -hmm. Your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me when as yet there was none of them. That's from Psalm 139, 16. God has planned all of our days. He planned all of our interruptions as we like Mm -hmm. to think of them. What if Mm -hmm. we started viewing all of these interruptions with a different perspective? Yeah, I think we would be able to really discern what the heart issue is. Really reflect and go, okay, why am I actually upset about this? Why do I feel like my whole day is being ruined by this small thing? My answer could be because we are late and I think being late is rude. But if I stop and rewind, I might realize, well, if I had gone to bed earlier and I had gotten up earlier, then maybe we wouldn't be rushing and I wouldn't be frustrated that my toddler decided she wants to act like a turtle today. So really, (laughs) which has happened. So really, it's my own fault. Or it could be because I know I have all these things to do. And if I can't get them all done, then I may not have time to watch my favorite show tonight or have my me time, which we've talked about before. Oh, yes. Without going. Yes. Without going to bed late. And that makes me frustrated because I know I'll be tired. But really, I'm just being selfish and honestly not trusting in the interruptions being something that God planned. So even if I didn't plan it, and even though I think it's messing up my day, I am missing the bigger picture that God knew that was going to happen. And I'm missing an opportunity because I'm so distracted by being so focused on my way and my plan and missing all those opportunities. Mm -hmm. I think if there was an interruption at home in front of our kids, we need to realize that the saying more is caught than taught applies. Oh, I like that. Our kids watch how we handle every type of scenario and they definitely watch how we handle interruptions. I know Mm -hmm. my feathers get ruffled real easy and they watch that. They watch what we say. They watch our facial expressions, our tones, you name it. Mm -hmm. And how can we show them the gospel through our responses instead of showing them our flesh through our reactions? Mm, I'm going to say it one more time. How can we show anyone in our life the gospel, whether it's a coworker, a neighbor, a family member, a child, you name it. How can we show them the gospel through our responses instead of showing them our flesh through our reactions? Mm. If there's an interruption in public, such as a coworker situation or even a stranger at the store, we really need to consider, is this a divine appointment from the Lord? Ooh, we need I to- like that. 
yeah. that's what I was trying to say. I like that divine appointment. It's a from divine the Lord. appointment from the mm-hmm. Lord. That's right. You know, we need to set a time in our timeline and our day plans that we've got to have room for margin. And mm-hmm. we need to ask, do they know God? Do they know Jesus? What if this person does not know Jesus? And what if mm-hmm. I am here at this store right now during the day for such a time as this to share a reason for the hope that I have in Jesus? Mm-hmm. You know, a that's divine so appointment. Yes. Mm-hmm. At first Peter 3.15 says, but in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. This is so true. Everyone is watching what we do. Our kids are watching what we do and mimic what we do more than anything we say to them. And if we aren't modeling it for them, then how can we have an expectation for our kids that we don't even live up to ourselves? Same thing with anyone in our lives. Everyone is watching the way you live your life more than paying attention to the things that you're saying. So the way we handle daily interruptions is a reflection of our hearts and a testament to the product of the gospel in our lives or the lack thereof. Oh, man. We're getting into some territory for some spiritual spankings here. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you what, I'm the first person that that is receiving these spankings. In line. <laughs> I am. I'm the first one. I'll let you go first. <laughs> But I'm telling y'all what, I don't like my day to be interrupted. And that is exactly what we've talked about, this core defense of selfishness. There's something that I want that I'm not willing to surrender to the Lord in that moment. God uh-huh. is saying, Tara, look, look over, look here, look at this person. And I am I am pushing back with every cell in my body. No, I need to do the dishes. I've got <laughs> to get here. No. So, but this is a serious question for myself and for our listeners talking about living out the gospel, talking out, looking at these interruptions as a divine appointment. You know, can you think of the last time that you shared the gospel with somebody, anyone, Mm. whether that be your family member or your spouse or a child or a coworker or even a complete stranger? Mm -hmm. And I know that this is a very convicting question for me. I feel like I'm definitely more faithful to share the gospel with my children Mm -hmm. and I'm more hesitant to share with family members or definitely like friends or even strangers for that matter. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Why do I not Mm -hmm. actively seek out opportunities to share the gospel with other people, especially when I'm interrupted and it's almost like an opportunity is is handed to me on a silver platter, like God's going, here you go. Yeah, I think that's such a good question because we really, truly all struggle with that and I think is a really good question for all of us to reflect on. For sure. You know, and in Matthew 28, this is the Great Commission. Jesus said right before he ascended to God the Father, he said in verses 19 and 20, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. We are called as believers of Jesus, as disciples of Jesus to go and tell others about Jesus, despite the plan that we make for our day or any obstacles that we may face that day, we should always have gospel opportunities on our radar. You know, our Mm -hmm. radar, our gospel opportunities radar should always be turned on. We should always expect 
a divine appointment to somehow interrupt our day in the best way and not view it as a as a hindrance. I, I love to think about it like this too. So many times we think about sharing the gospel with people who don't know the gospel, which obviously we should do. But a lot of us, I feel like, are fearful of what someone's going to think of us. And my thing is, well, if you share the gospel with someone who already knows the gospel, don't you think that would even encourage them? Because I've had that happen to me where someone shared it with me and it encouraged me and inspired me so much. But yeah, I really think I really think we should. We should always have the gospel opportunity radar turned on. And a big part of that is fear. We fear what the world thinks of us. Mm-hmm. We think that if we share the gospel with someone, then they will think we're judgmental or hateful because that's how many in our world view Christians and Christianity. But y'all, if we don't speak up and show the world that a relationship with our Lord Jesus is about love and grace and mercy and kindness, then who will? Mm-hmm. How will anyone know the truth about God if even us, those who love him, are afraid of what the world will think? And how will anyone know the truth about God if we don't plan our time well so that we aren't always in a hurry? Kelsey, talking <laughs> to myself over here, okay? <laughs> talking about interruptions, I used to get really frustrated when I would go to have my quiet time with the Lord and my children would interrupt me. And it used to really upset me. I had several conversations with Miss Tama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all know Miss Tama. And she, you know, mentored me. And I remember getting angry at my kids for needing me or needing something when I was trying to do a good thing by meeting with mm-hmm. the Lord. You know, I would tell God, God, hello, I'm trying to meet with you. <laughs> I'm trying to spend time with you. Why do you keep letting these little people keep interrupting me? <laughs> and how am I supposed to ever meet with you? You know, and mm-hmm. I had yeah. a lot, I had to do a lot of prayer in the early years and trust that even though my quiet time with God didn't look like it did prior to having children, that God is still sovereign and will redeem any and all of that time spent seeking after him, no matter mm-hmm. how long or how in depth that I desired for it to be, but that it was still rich. You know, mm-hmm. he tells us in his word. Word, when we seek him wholeheartedly, he will meet us. Jeremiah mm-hmm. 29, 13. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Mm. So whether our time with the Lord is five, 10, one hour, who, who doesn't matter, five minutes, 10 minutes, as long as our heart posture is seeking with the Lord with a pure motive, you know, he is faithful to meet with us. And we have to realize that different seasons in our life, pregnancy, newborn, doesn't matter, late night studying for college exams, late night working an extra job sickness, that God's word and and time with him may look different, but we should never stop pursuing him. And we Mm -hmm. should never let interruptions deter us from meeting with him. I think Mm -hmm. that was the temptation. I kept getting interrupted, kept getting interrupted. Well, what's the point? I'm going to quit trying. Yeah. You know, and we should never let an interruption prevent us from pursuing the Lord and for looking for opportunities that, that occur every day around us if we're open to seeing them as divine appointments. Mm. I remember us talking about this before, and I remember when I was working, taking care of my new baby on my off days, and we were always busy with something, and I felt like I just didn't have the time to spend in God's Word. But just like I've been saying, at the time, I was not being a good steward of my time. I have never been much of a planner, which you all know, but that doesn't mean that I'm not capable of prioritizing the right things. That's right. 
you know, and when you feel interrupted with your Bible study at work or at home, use it as an opportunity to use the little you've read to share with those around you. And if you're at work, you can always say, hey, I'm doing my quiet time. Is there anything I can pray about for you today? And really, you can ask your child that too. Oh, that's so good. You know, think about Jesus. Jesus was probably the most interrupted person (laughs) that has ever been on the planet. He was constantly interrupted. People Mm -hmm. interrupted him while he was eating, while he was teaching, while he was sleeping. He was constantly interrupted and never once did he view it as an inconvenience. He always patiently responded with Mm -hmm. gentleness and eagerness. He wanted to help. He wanted to heal and he wanted to love. He was willing and ready to be available for whatever work the father had placed before him that day. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The saying is trustworthy for if we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. 2 Timothy mm-hmm. 2 10 through 13. Mm-hmm. I am so thankful for his grace. His mm-hmm. grace is so sweet. Even when we are faithless and we don't meet with him daily, he is faithful. Even when an interruption occurs in our day, and we fail to share the love of Christ, He is still faithful. When we fail to respond in a manner that is worthy of the calling He has placed on us, He is faithful. So praise be to God that our relationship with Christ is not Mm -hmm. dependent upon us or our works. Because if it were, Mm -hmm. I would be lost. I would have (laughs) no hope. And thankfully, Jesus is everything I'm not. His grace is enough. His grace is all that we need. It reminds me of 2 Corinthians 12 9 but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore i will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of christ may rest upon me proverbs 16 9 says in their hearts humans plan their course but the lord establishes their steps Mm -hmm. so throughout whatever you have planned today i pray each step is established by god knowing every interruption he already knew about and is wanting you to find a way to use it to bring him glory. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Lamentations 3, 22 through 24. Some reflection questions for all of us this week are, number one, how do you initially react? to an interruption in your day. Second, do you view interruptions with frustration or as an opportunity to shine the light of Christ? Three, in what ways can you lean in to the Holy Spirit as your pause button to help (laughs) you respond with a gospel lens on rather than reacting in the flesh? And lastly, when is the last time that you shared the gospel with someone? I encourage you to rely on the Holy Spirit for guidance and prompting when you have interruptions throughout your day, though they may seem like an inconvenience, ask the Lord to help you view your interruption as a gospel opportunity. Ask the Lord to help you respond with mercy and grace in 
instead of reacting in your flesh. I want to pray us out today. Lord, thank you for everything you have given us. I pray that you help change my attitude whenever an inconvenience happens in my day. Each moment of my day is an opportunity to bring glory to you, and I don't want to miss it because things aren't going my way. I pray for Tara and myself and for our friends who are listening to have hearts that are not swayed by daily interruptions, but I ask that you help us to remember our joy and be thankful for time here because we know it is so short. We so easily forget how blessed we are and we forget the hope we have. So we ask for forgiveness for when we have failed you and ask you for your strength and guidance to get us through our days. We love you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Do we want to do a question at the end of today's show? Ooh, whose turn is it? I think it's your turn. I think I asked you about milkshakes. Oh, you did ask me about milkshakes. Shakes. Okay. When you eat pizza, what's your favorite topping? Oh, absolutely know this. Hawaiian pizza all the way. Mm. I want extra cheese. I want bacon and ham <laughs> and I want extra pineapples. I feel like I knew that answer. It. I did. Hawaiian. I was ready. I, I did know that answer. Okay. So what's your um, favorite pizza? Well, you know, I'm the most plain human on the planet. So used to, I would only eat cheese pizza because I was just. That is like your that. nephew. That is your I nephew. Know. 100%. I know. He'll he'll want to eat. He'll branch out when he's like almost 30 like me. So (laughs) anyways, I would honestly. So I love the instead of doing red sauce, I like the white sauce on my pizza. And I like to do chicken and spinach and mushrooms on it. And it's so good. So you like is it Alfredo sauce? It's like a Parmesan sauce. It's from Pizza Hut. Okay. I was like, you can't get that everywhere. That's like bougie pizza. (laughs) Y'all, Kelsey likes some bougie pizza. (laughs) Most of the time, I just have my pizza from Costco and I get what I get and I don't pitch a fit, you know? That's right. That's right. You get what you get and you don't. But if we want to splurge on pizza, then that's what I like. What kind of crust do you get? Ooh, stuffed crust. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Us too. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That's a question. All right. I'll let you close out. I was going to say, thank you guys for listening today. We hope that you're encouraged. And the next time that you have an interruption, we pray that you're able to view it from a perspective of a gospel opportunity instead of an inconvenience. We love y'all. Check in for those divine appointments. (laughs) That's right. That's right. See y'all next time. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining us today on the Sweet Tea and Jesus podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast so you can continue along on this journey with us. Please leave us a five-star review on Apple so others can find our podcast and be encouraged by these gospel conversations too. Follow us on Instagram for upcoming content, news about our podcast, and more. Thank you so much for listening, and we are looking forward to you joining us on our next episode. See y'all next time.